Hello. Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends through a little professional wrestling. I'm Derek. I'm the M train. Toot toot. I'm I'm Zach. And uh Isai can't be here today because Isai has uh bugs in his ear. There's spiders bug, in his ear and they're pregnant. Hall. Yeah, he uh he wore bug hall after I did and that's sick. Uh, and it's not Isai, it's Matt. Uh, I'm Isai. Hi. Hi. I was uh, laughing at the beginning because we try to get everything synchronized together and it was very yeah, terrible. I'm gonna blame my my new settings on that somehow. Okay, like okay. being here back in the I'm I'm in the eavesdrop studio at Jizz Biz HQ. And, uh, you you were the first spot though. That's yeah, weird. like and like a literal full second before. Maybe yeah, my was time like, pop, di- pop, it was pop, for pop. me too. Maybe my time dot is was very off. Whatever, I'll, you, this is good enough for me to sync it up now. Okay. That's just talking. So don't Hi. worry about it, guys. Hi. Um, we have word. a professional wrestling podcast on the Drop Podcast Network. Check out the other shows. Just check them out. They're good. It's not our fucking job to tell you what they are. You have yeah. to go and do something for your goddamn self. Yeah, ease-drop.com. We'll tell you about the bullshit that happened in wrestling, but we won't. We won't tell you how to Google. We'll tell I you mean, the URL. You research we'll tell, You mean Google eavesdrop, like podcasts. We'll yeah. fucking find it. Yeah, I'm right. not going to tell you the, in, the inner details. It'll work it. I mean, if you, you do want to know some... Baseball. If you do want to know some inner SEO details, then, like, pay me for mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Happy to do that. Yeah, pay me for something. Yeah, pay me and I'll let you in to go meet Keith Stone. Pay me and I will um, erotically rub pumpkins all over my body. I'll do it. I, I've seen it. I've seen it happen. Just, I've seen it happen. OnlyFans.com forward slash pumpkin 69. <laughs> went to the same spot. <laughs> <laughs> I did get a text about pumpkins for that. I was very happy about it. Um, what was it? What was the, What was the context of it? You have to um, read it. My friend from Portland told me that um, the pub by his house, uh, you can just buy them. You can just buy it by by the scoopful. A scoop it, of scoop. Yeah, a scoop of. They call it pub cheese, but you know it's under the pump cheese. Yeah, but like a scoop of it, just like a really weird measurement of it. it I mean, is. I don't know. I don't know, like, the measurements of, like, like how you're supposed to do it. Like, you get a few squirts. I don't yeah. know. And a couple pumps. Yeah, a couple pumps of the pump cheese. Yeah, yeah. Friend, a friend and I used to always measure things in grips. Like, how many, like, one grip of something. So, just a grip of pump cheese. So, with the grip of pump cheese, uh, before we start the wrestling, would that be, like, full hand, like, grabbing it and it's like yeah not everywhere not scoop because a scoop is a different amount you know you're like yeah. you gotta like just go like downward and grab it and then like yeah, lift yeah. it out of like a vat. so would this be like if it's like cold like you have to freeze it first no it's gotta it be of... servable okay well i was gonna say because it's just gonna be hard to get a grip and it's just gonna juice through mm-hmm. i mean it's okay. difficult but what you gotta do yeah 
Um, you know those 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 pictures on the internet where people are squeezing things? Oh yeah, gripping food by force. Yeah, I'm gonna oh. do that to a big big thing of pump cheese nachos and spiral. Oh yeah. Anyway, let's talk about wrestling. Yeah, um, I'm yes. I I watched all of it. Yeah, I watched I don't remember that's fine. anything that's happened. It's okay. Well we'll start by talking about NXT Takeover. Yeah, that's like the one thing I remember. Yeah, yeah. It was, I mean, it was takeover. It's the best. Oh, show. there's there's two things there. The other thing is Ridge Holland's legs exploding. Oh yeah, yeah. Both he's Sid vicious all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> Twice. Jesus. Yeah, it was gross. We'll get to it. Um. Uh, yeah. Let's start with Damian Priest beating Johnny Gargano. Another fucking fantastic showcase, Priest. Mm-hmm. Listening to him on the uh, Corey Graves podcast, like we had talked about, like really put his whole character and everything into perspective and why he's changed and why he's gotten better. Um, and this is just another notch. Like he came out just looking cool as fuck. They're in the Capitol Wrestling Center now. Yeah. Is that is in Florida? It's at the PC. They just redid it. They let um, 50 like fans, which are like friends and family and some fans. Um, and then they have PC like people around. Apparently, everybody had to get COVID tested before. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, and then they're also in pods. It's like here's your group staying, and they have like single water, hand sanitizer. You don't leave because your area. And then they would like release each pod like it was a fucking elimination chamber. I was gonna idea. say this is reuse the pods from the elimination chamber and like stuff <laughs> whole family in there. It would be cool if they also had a porta potty in there. So oh, that, the bathroom. Honestly, that would be fucking cool. Kevin Owens just comes out of it. <laughs> just blue. Um, but yeah. like, I'm afraid I just blew myself. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just, it was a great match. Uh, Kushida beat Velveteen Dream. Fucking squashed him. Beat the shit out of him. I, I, love, I love this new Kushida who just like hits people really hard. There's he already was a little tonight. snug. He was really snug usually, but like this new Kushida, this uh, this really aggressive one, beat the fuck out of Dream. Dream makes a little bit of a comeback, and then he just beats the fuck out of him again. Yeah, it cuts yeah. it off and it makes it worse. And it's it's weird because him and Austin Theory are still getting paid. They're still on the roster, but they're getting the shit kicked out of them. Mm-hmm. They're still on TV every week getting the shit kicked out of them. Yeah, and so it's like, are they being punished, or what is happening? Like, what is... They have to be, like, some type of getting punished. Um, The thing about WWE is is that they, since they are so corporate, there's probably certain things they they do have to follow. Mm -hmm. As far as, like, what they're... These are, like, the rules they laid out. As well as... I don't know. Like, for Dream, I think it's because they probably see some upside, but I don't think it's going to last just yeah. because of everything. And mm-hmm. with Austin Theory, I think it's also the same just because he's so young. They're well, like, and, well... Oh, and if you, if you strip away all the stuff I hate about Austin Theory, he's really good. Like, he's good at talking. He's a good wrestler. I just get mad I, when I see him. I love seeing him get the shit beat out of him. And yeah, even he's without, like salesman. No, even without, like, knowing... Like, if I didn't know his fucking shit he was pulling. Um, Because even if he didn't solicit 
anything weird from an underage girl. He was like fucking like 22 or whatever, texting with like a 13. That's fucking yeah. weird. Yeah, that's gross. Bad. And it wasn't like a, oh, you're a big fan. Hey, thank you so much. Like, appreciate it. End it. And then cut like, off immediately. Yeah. It's like, let's go to Snapchat. Like, okay. Yeah. But he has such a punchable face. Yeah. Yeah. He, he looks like such a jackass. Yeah. That watching, him, watching him lose every week is just like, it just like, it, I don't know, like, fuels me. Like, seeing him just get beat up. Kashida, like when he was doing it, laid it in hard. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's just strange to think knowing everything that's happening. It's like, what what is this? Yeah, it's it's always it's it's weird to see. It may maybe this is their way of trying to just the quote unquote discipline him, but who knows? Fucking yeah. knows. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if Triple H is a discipline daddy or not. Um, all right. It's a Escobar. I loved it. It was, it was so good. Oh, like, I, I, you know, I, I expect them to be, like, it to be good just because these two, they're both really good, but it still, like, exceeded expectations by a lot. Like, I wasn't, like, super emotionally connected to the build or anything like that. Like, and so they just, they did so fucking good. It just drew me in, hook, line, sinker. Match was fantastic. Swerve's awesome. Santos Escobar is awesome. I love that they're they're playing it up and they're just like going fucking hit for hit. And then you get look out of the Phantasma running in, and then a debuting, well, kind of debuting Ashanti the Adonis. Ashanti the mm-hmm. been on two hundred five live. He's the former Tahuti Miles. Oh, okay, okay, that's right. Yeah. I remember that guy. And so like he's been on two hundred five live for a while, like. I w- I've been kind of trying to keep up a little bit with 205 Live, uh, just because like you'll see like a man or um, Brian Kendrick, like Logado Del Fantasma, like you see like these guys wrestle and like you can kind of see him get better and it's kind of cool. You see Everize getting better, um, and just seeing him and he comes and do- does some really athletic shit and looks like he's going to be in position for a nice little push. He has a lot of charisma and he just looks cool, and so I, I like these kind of updated things they're trying. They're trying some new things. Some of them already just got the uh, legs taken out from under them. Oof. I had to. But this one that hasn't yet, so I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah, so what... Did that happen at during the, the Ballard? When did that happen? What, Ridge? Yeah. On NXT okay. this week. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, Io Shirai defeated Candice LeRae. Match. Yeah, it was great. I was what sad, but I was happy at the same time. This is a this is a match where I don't care what the outcome is; it'll be great. I liked the interference of it at the now that it's all over. At the time, I know I was like a little like, "Come on, why is all this BS happening?" It just happened in the last one, but then didn't cost Io the match. Yeah, and she overcame because she's not an idiot baby baby. Yeah, does does that bury them? Does that bury Johnny and Candice if she won? No. With no. no, okay, okay. They were both. They were they were both just on like takeover. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're you're not on one of the five matches of takeover, and you're getting. Yeah, buried. Yeah, buried's a term that, especially with what happened Wednesday too. Um, 
there's a term that a lot of like wrestling fans use just when somebody loses that they were kind of probably a little bit mad about. Yeah, that's okay. Not, that's that's not a burial. Okay. Yeah, They're my fine. biggest reasoning for that is even with the interference, she still won. Usually the heels win when there's interference, but yeah, on WWE, right, yes. stronger. Exactly. That's how I took it. I was just, you know, I try to think yeah. like a normal person. And that's something that like you'd want to have happen. It's like your baby face isn't an idiot like they are on like regular main roster. Mm-hmm. Um, she overcomes everything and she's just the flat out better one. And then it sets up for like other matches and stuff because now it's like she's so strong. It's like, what are these heels going to do? She's just better. But then when a, a dastardly heel finally gets the one up on her, it's going to be like, piece of crap. <laughs> Jerk. Exactly. All right. Um, both, both of them have like such a big tra- Johnny and Candace have like such a good track record. Like you, they can overcome looking stupid once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially, yes. That's his whole thing. Like fucker runs out in the fucking ref shirt, and I'm gonna count the pin, and then like tries to fast count, still doesn't make it. Like he's a fucking heel ref, and he's just like such a geek. The yeah. ref is yelling at him, "Hey, that's that's my shirt." He's like, "What are you talking about?" Ah. <laughs> it was great and even though it just happened with like bailey it still it still I, it still worked like it wasn't like what it didn't feel like they were retreading anything. so it's it's because they didn't do it yeah yeah they still had um eo overcome god yeah he does um Bye, zach right. your time to shine this is the Zach match, Finn yeah. Balor versus Kyle O'Reilly, where when I was watching it, I was like, there is no punches being pulled. They are just hitting each other for real, and it was proven. Yeah, yeah, that's for, for real. I fucking love this match so much. Like, It was yeah. so fucking good. Yeah, like, it, no matter who was in it, like, this match would have been great, but the fact that it was, like, Kyle, like, proving himself like this and, like, Man, like getting that show of respect from Finn at the end, and just like he proved that like he can be in this slot. It's so fucking good. And like I think this was Finn's best match like since coming to WWE at all. It was. I would say it's up there for him. Yeah, yeah. it's like I this mean, and the Johnny match, and like there's a few like in that like four way, but yeah. His his adaptability is what's really good, especially like when I remember the main roster Finn, which is like do this, do this, sling blade, sling blade, stomp, win. And now it's just like he can do so much, and he always could, but he's just showing his his skills as a wrestler. Like he could, he took Kyle on as a wrestler. Yeah, and um, it's just that's just how good he's been. Um, yeah. I think it probably helped, like, going to the main roster, uh, just because, like, he seems like he is so much more confident now, and mm-hmm. sometimes you just need that kind of change to kind of give you a little jar, then you go back to where you were, like, oh, I get it. Yeah. And this is, like, an amped-up version, and you don't get to that without going through some shit. And, like, it was in a podcast with uh, Fandango, Johnny Curtis, uh, he did with Uh, Cabana like a thousand years ago and he's like to be a good hill you have to you have to eat some shit first and even though he isn't like the most heel he still works heel Mm -hmm. 
and it's like you can tell and when he was healed it's like you can tell he'd been through some shit man he wasn't yeah. just the smiley guy he was before it's like no i've fucking been through some shit and he came back with something like and yeah. it turned out awesome here just the the strikes were amazing like finn chain wrestling and like doing submissions with him but then like those shots to the fucking face like those forearms mm. and then that one like that fucking spinning back kick that like dropped kyle like I, I don't know if it legit like bruised a rib or hurt something but like that's how it actually happens in like a real fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like you get that liver shot, you get that shot, it's like you get a second, and then all of a sudden you fumble. Yeah. Well, and the story of this match was so compelling. Like, I don't know if I've ever watched a wrestling match where there was focus on the midsection. And as it's someone rare. who as someone who loves the movie Rocky, um, where he, he tells him that it's all body, um, it's it's just, it was really interesting and really cool to see a match like where the the focus was on, and it worked. Uh, DDP had broken ribs for a year. I, I've seen. Yeah, but like you don't usually see that like boxing style, yeah. like the liver shot, like the body blow thing. You usually see a limb just because it's so much easier to like play that or like a back. It's so much easier to play to that because, like, you can just do a scoop slam and a big slam. Like, ah, you can mm. fucking be Matt Jackson. Oh my god, yeah. Um, His back still hurt from like three Wrestle Kingdoms ago. Yeah. Um, that part, the like spot where like Kyle had Finn draped over the ropes and then did a knee off the top rope, like, the Finn was just like, God, it was, fu- it was fucking brutal. Like, every single thing hurt. That like, had to, like, like some of those shots, it's like that had it's like you, I'm trying to like look and see like where did he break his fucking jaw in two places? Mm. Just yeah. because there's so many different times. It's like well, that could be, that could yeah. There's a knee in the corner right before the finish that I think was it because that's when Finn starts spitting blood and he looks like dazed for a second. Like that one was real. And he can't close his mouth. Mm. Then he goes up and does a fucking coup de gras, like jumping off the top rope landing on your feet so that's going to send shock literally straight to your jaw yeah yep <laughs> when that adrenaline's pumping though and you can tell they also got out of there a bit early but like it was already going 30 minutes but i could have watched another 30 yeah yeah, yeah. Um, this also is my favorite match i've seen in a very long time also great. this was a fucking love letter to sean michael <laughs> because like this was such a sean michaels match it's like all right you go do your fast-paced, like, best of Super Junior indie stuff, but you do those moves, and then you let it breathe. Let, it, let everybody take it in. Then you go do your cool moves, let it breathe. Like, it's such a Shawn Michaels trademark, because that's especially how he used to wrestle, too. It wasn't, like, a million cool moves in a row, which, you know, sometimes I mean, I love Roderick Strong, but it's like you let them breathe. You let those big, impactful moves mean something. Mm-hmm. And it's such a Shawn Michaels thing. We've seen it with Champlain Gargano and like all the other NXT, Adam Cole, Gargano, Adam Cole just in general. Uh, it's a very uh, cool thing to see, just like the influence he's had. And just, I love that style. And I, and I was thinking about this the other day when I was just, so, um, it's like, like, I think I love like NXT. And partial the reason why is the match structure is like watching Shawn Michaels. And I watched Shawn Michaels all through my childhood, so it's very familiar. 
even okay. though it's a bunch of new things in there. Yeah, yeah. Very familiar, like the uh, how it's put together. That makes like sense. The story and stuff, and so it's like I watched that. I'm like, oh yeah, that's the way it should be because I'm like, that's what Shawn Michaels did. He was awesome. Mm. Or even like Bret Hart. Bret Hart would do some like not as cool or flashy stuff, but he would always mix cool things and do different things. But it was also like a certain way he always would let things breathe. And like with this match, like he would work a body part. And so it was just cool. I love yeah. it. Um, it, it. Just thinking like, it reminds me of like, you know, like when a band you really like and like love everything they do comes out with an album that's like still definitely them, but like new. Like mm-hmm. in some way that you didn't expect, but it's yeah, still it's definitely them, it. and it's like your new favorite album of theirs. The I Jim new, so I'm like, it went new. Yeah, that just does a good spot. Um, no, I, I get, I get. I was gonna say, I get what you're saying though. It's just like, it's like, oh, this is very familiar, but there's something that's really cool and different about this. It's even more captivating, kind of gets you your attention. Mm-hmm. Um, and the show ended with Ridge Holland coming out with Adam Cole over his back. Well, Ruffles have ridges. Remember that commercial? Yeah, Ruffles are good. I like yeah, the ridges. They're pretty That's brittle. <laughs> um, and they're known to the snap. <laughs> Kyle. Yeah, Ridge Vicious. Ridge <laughs> Vicious. Uh, you've seen that video, right, Oster? I don't think so. I've only seen Davinky. Uh, Sid Vicious breaking his leg? No. It's, okay. Okay, a, it's so terrible. When I, when I think of Sid Vicious, I don't think of a wrestler first. I oh. think of a shitty-ass musician. No, you think of the best mullet in the freaking game. The <laughs> curliest, wettest blonde mullet. I'm just imagining the wrestler like being in the Sex Pistols now. <laughs> How like they're all so fucking skinny and tiny, and then just him, <laughs> six foot eight, like three hundred and twenty five pounds of this fucking leg broken jean shorts. Like so I don't. Do tried... you guys know that band Prawn? Yes. Yeah, yeah. They're all gigantic. Like really? all three of them are like my height and just like ripped, and it's the weirdest thing because they play like really like intricate emo music. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, Roddy and Bobby were late to the party, so maybe they called in the hit. Maybe Finn called in the hit, or maybe Ridge is just trying to make a name for himself. Big Ridge. Yeah, they could go a million different ways, and who knows if they're going to still go anything close to the way they're going to since Abby's gone. Yeah. Yeah, things are going to change real fast. This next yeah. Wednesday show is going to be very important. Mm hmm. Uh, let's talk about Raw. Um, nothing, almost nothing in it mattered. Um, especially like leading up to drafts is always just the worst because like there's always like storylines that just pattern. end or then like people will get drafted to different shows and they'll have the match anyways, but you'll know what's going to happen. Like, oh, the title's not going to switch to the other show. Yeah. It's like, it's like on SmackDown, like last week. I mean, I watched it, but it didn't matter. We kind of talked about it. Yeah. The show last week, and then this week, I mean, it's on while we're recording. Yeah. 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 I, and, go ahead. I was, for Raw, I wish that there was something even glimmer than the Hulu cut. To watch <laughs> that is literally just like Hurt Business, the women's division, 
and now retribution which is weird to say that those are like the three things i care about after the drew and randy you know thing is done i'll maybe care about that again but i i could not care about anything on that show drew is so it's going on too long in my opinion yeah they're trying to stretch it out and it's just like reintroducing the legends that he already beat up like I didn't need that element. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I will say, our truth has been hilarious. Yeah, that's true. Um, oh, fuck. I forgot who it was. Someone on Twitter today. It was, oh, um, Dolph. Someone asked Dolph who his favorite wrestler was growing up, and he responded saying our truth. Hell yeah. That's true. Also, like, he, like, I, I went and watched this clip of him back in the day in 2001 or whatever. He was with WWE. Yeah. What was his name? K Quick? Yeah, K Quick. He is the exact same guy. Like, mm-hmm. they moves, they look like nothing has changed. Like, nothing. And it is wild. That was 19 years ago. He looks, talks, acts, everything the exact same. He's a fucking vampire. That's what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, the one thing that mattered at all, really, on the show was uh, found the Ali, leader of Retribution, and that's very good. So, um, Ricochet and, so yeah, Ricochet and Apollo lost to the Hurt Business again. And then Ali's like, all right, MVP, I'm coming for you. Bring your goons. So they're having a match, and it's fine. And then fucking promo for the, like, the little promo video thing for Retribution comes up. You know, the invading group gets, like, promo videos and knows people in the production truck. Um, they're signed. They, but even then, it's like, why would they do it? Well, now, you know, we are, there actually could be a reason because it could have someone hacking in for them. Yeah. I hope on, I hope on Monday they explain that. But until then, I'm, I'm holding no hope. <laughs> but one of my favorite things was Retribution comes out and they got, like, the, ra- the main people and then, like, the goons, goon squad. Um, and MVP's like, come on, you got to fucking stand with us. Like, doesn't matter our shit. Like, we got to go to the bigger picture. And Ali like, squares up with them and then jumps out of the ring, gets in the face of Madden and Adio Madden and fucking T-Bar. Um, his name is Mace. Respect him. Brennan Williams. As the, he's the guy who has the hell font on Twitter. <laughs> I love it. Um, and he squares up with them and you see like MVP like, all right, look at this kid go. And then he turns around, and Ali has, like, a really good, like, fucking, like, a fucking hot smile. Mm-hmm. And the reaction of MVP, he was just like, mm-hmm. like, that was, like, his look. It just said, and then they got beat down. I do like that they kept Bobby strong by, like, making it so, like, everybody had to kill him. Mm-hmm. It took, like, the both big dudes and, like, a bunch of the little fucking minions. Banana. Um, how did it end? And then, yeah, and then he fucking did his little hand signal, closed it, next went out. Mm. Ali is now the leader of that. God, it makes, it's like, I don't know how I didn't think of that ever, because it makes so much fucking sense. Like, yeah, it's I mean, too good. It's too with, good to be true. Even without the dumb connection I made with the hacker thing, it's still, like, it makes sense, because he... Uh, 
he got shit on and it wasn't his fault. He got hurt and Kofi got a spot, but now he's back. Mm. And like, I was even thinking about the hacker stuff. Like they could even address the hacker situation. Like by saying him saying like, Hey, I kind of tried to do this like style of thing, you know, like overthrow the man, but do it in a good way. But then I like, I found out some shit like, like by hacking and like <laughs> basically say like, it was so much work. Like I was optimistic I'd be able to change stuff, but then, like when I started looking into it, like it just need to burn it all down. So. Yeah, gotta, gotta destroy it so I can rebuild. Yeah, and and yeah, I'm I'm stoked. I mean, I have not wavered on my love for retribution, even though it has been weird. And they're doing weird. everything everything they can to save it on Twitter. Uh, say, been, been weird though. Like that's the term you're using. Weird. <laughs> that is so nice. This is like a this is like a WWE podcast. It's just been a little shaky. It's, been, it's just been goofy, and I miss Goofy a little bit. But like Goofy that I like, I guess I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that Goofy. Um, <laughs> he does in the sun. Yeah. Um, I also but, like in this second one, he gets like the wasn't like the librarian. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. an extremely goofy movie where he rollerblades. Um, Why do we wear these glove things? <laughs> oh, Save guys, we, there we go. That's actually how you measure pump cheese. It's in Leaning Towers. Yeah. Oh. Even though that's spray cheese, but whatever. It still works. Um, same idea. Yeah. Um, anyway, Retribution. I follow T-Bar and Mace on Twitter, and it rocks. Um, Xavier Martinez is now out. Oh. By the way. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> She's just like, I'm, I'm too old for this shit. No, they're just moving her back to NXT. Whatever. That rocks. Yeah, good for her. Maybe she, yeah. maybe, maybe she just wasn't like just selling out like everybody else was. Yeah. So like, they're like, are you into this? She's probably like, fuck no. Like, okay. <laughs> who, was, who was in Evolution mm-hmm. before Batista? Mark Jindrak. Yeah, she's a Jindrak of Retribution. Oh, so she's going to go to Mexico and just become a huge soap opera star? Yeah. Hey. That'd be cool. What, um, what was, what's Bia Yim's name in Retribution now? Like, uh, Retaliation or something? Yeah, Rorschach Test, I don't know. <laughs> but I don't know why the women names have to be, start with R, when the men's are just, like, fucking dumb. What what would you what would what name would you give her that fits the motif? Uh, Mia Yim, Mia Yim. I mean, uh, there's got to be a way to connect it to Wu Tang uh, or the kids. There we go. Um, for the kids. For the kids. Um, I don't know. They probably have a skit on one of their records where they talk about. Uh, the only one I can think of is. Uh, I'm gonna sew your ass shut and keep feeding you and feeding you and feeding you. Yeah, they're gonna they were so, so ass. ass. So, <laughs> yeah, so ass. Um, all right. Uh, should we talk about NXT or AEW next? Uh, let's talk about NXT. Or was there more raw? Uh, no, it wasn't very raw. Okay. No, like there's some fine stuff. Like the hurt business stuff is really good throughout, and like the like that's about it. Like, and it. Right before drafts suck. 
Actually. Oh, Os- Oscar teamed with Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose. Oh yeah. Hi. <laughs> I mean, I think it was a good way to maybe like introduce like Mandy and and um Dana as a tag team and like put you know like oh like put them with Oscar to give them that rub, but like it was against Zelina, Lana, and Natalia. Yeah. God bless Natalia. <laughs> He's, I mean, it seems, seems legitimately she is like she's trying really hard to help Lana out, and I I hope it works. Like I truly do. Uh, and, and God and God bless her. Lana's trying real hard. Mm. That's I mean, one of the most condescending things I've said in a while. All she can do is try. <laughs> um. Can, all right. And can do like that one real high oh. kick stretch she does on her entrance, and that's about it. Yeah, and go through tables. She has gone through a grip of table. Yeah, she's good. She's a good. She's good at taking bumps. I would not even say she's good at bumping. <laughs> she's gone through each table though. Like there wasn't hasn't been any snafus. Yeah, I mean Samoa Joe got hurt going through a table for a WWE commercial. So. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, Velveteen or not Velveteen? Kushida and Champa. They fought. Yeah. So it was awesome. Yeah. It was so good. Um, Kushida was hitting him so hard. Just like working that arm. Like I fucking felt so bad for Chapa. Because uh, he was just getting kicked, kicked, hit, stretched. And then um, Kushida was trying to lock in the hoverboard lock. Velveteen Dream jumps to try to hit Kushida, but then fucks up. Um, hits Champa, so Champa wins. But then uh, Kushida beats the fucking hell out of Velveteen Dream. And so mm-hmm. not only does he lose, get beat down in the post-match, and the next time he, he tries to jump him, and then he gets beat down. Like, he's yeah. just getting like a job done. And I re- I've, I'm sure that him hitting Ciampa is going to set up now a Ciampa, like, destroy Dream match. Yep, that'll be a match, too. hope it's, like, three seconds. It or just Champa be... wanting to inflict pain. That'll be the one. Um. Okay, Rich Holland, what happened? Because I must have missed it. We're, we're not there yet. Okay. Go chronologically. Well, you want to talk about Killian Dane and Drake Maverick? It was really yeah. fun. I love it. I love this. Yeah, Um. I think on Going Raw, they said that it's kind of almost Team Hell No-esque. And... Mm-hmm. It's like Team Hell No, but even like more ex- like exaggerated and goofy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so I think it's, I do think it's fun, but yeah, we'll we'll talk about things as they come. We don't just skip around. Yeah, I just four. I didn't take notes on NXT. Okay, I took notes yeah. on you. Matt did. He's not yeah. here. Yeah. There's, a, yeah, there's a missing square. Yeah. Um, Ember Moon comes out, cuts a promo saying she's back in NXT. Um, Ember's Law, something like that. Uh, Io Shirai comes out. Rhea Ripley comes out. Dota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez beat up Rhea. Ember makes the save. Io's like, yeah, fucking miss me with that shit. And <laughs> there it is. That's up the yep. main event. William yep. Regal's like, well, games. I mean, main event. God, I, I, I'm so mad. On Twitter, I saw someone post a thing, and it was a clip of 10 hours straight Someone looped William Regal saying "War Games." Hell yeah! Um, and it like had like an a- like ASMR on the title and stuff. And I went to like 
click on it because like this is literally right up my alley and my twitter refreshed and like oh, i could no. not find it i didn't see who it was it was like a retweet Oh, it may, I'm so mad. Like, I'm sure I can find it, but I haven't. I understand. I, I found a meme the other day. That I wanted to, like, like, oh, I need to save that and send it to, I forgot who was going to send it to, probably like Murphy. And then, like, I just couldn't find it, like, after like one minute of searching. And I was dead. Yeah. Yeah. There's limits. There's apparently a minute. Um, yeah. Killian Dane and. Uh, Drake Maverick are fighting Everrides, and Everrides, who have actually been really kind of uh, honing their skill on 205 Live, nice. which has been re- really fun. And th- they're really goofy, but like they're pretty mm-hmm. solid in the ring. Um, it's a great pairing against this team because it is goofy, but then you have the intensity of Killian Dane. Um, Drake Maverick comes out with the happiest, most fucking cheery, goofy music, and, like tries to like strut to it, like do like a weird dance. And Killian Dane's not having it. And I love just the look on fucking Drake's face. He's just going for it. I'm I'm stoked he's there still. Um, yeah, it was fun. He got beat up for like five minutes. They called Killian Dane fat. He's like, fuck you, beat him up. Power bombed Drake into Matt Martell and pinned him. Punched Drake Maverick after he started dancing the music again. But then where it got a little bit different. He's like, ah, son of a bitch. Grabbed him, put him up over his shoulder and carried him out. (laughs) And Drake was half selling, like, oh, I'm hurt. Then half like, yeah, we did it, guys. It was actually really cool. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I was Um, super into it. Like, just like, that's not what I would have expected them to do with Killian Dane. But I'm really glad they did. He's he's so good. It happened to mention to him, too. Because he's still the mean guy. Like it just adds a little bit of a uh, little bit of zest, a little bit of sizzle. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need some sizzle with the steak. Yeah, yeah. It, it's unfortunate because of some of the people involved, but it actually reminds me of some of his stuff from way back when in What Culture Pro Wrestling mm-hmm. that like I saw because there was like goofy shit, but he was still like this this badass. Yeah. I would like do like big powerful shit and like badass stuff during the goof like the <laughs> goofy segments. Uh, one of the many Adams over there. Mm-hmm. Tony Storm talked. Probably in a video. Story time. Yes. Mm-hmm. She said it's going to be an all new Tony, and I've never believed something less. Um, <laughs> I love Tony Storm, but there's no way that it's not going to be Tony, just Tony time. Yeah. Yeah, with, with like a backwards hat. hat. No, she got rid of the little hats. Oh, okay. There's like a backwards hat that has spikes in it and. Cool. He um, comes out and like does this and like walks the ring. Cool. Maybe she'll that's get that's metal, bro. Yeah, maybe she'll get stretchier gear because I think she has like I've seen her blow out more pairs of like like trunks than I think any wrestler <laughs> in the history of ever. Like Tony, it's okay. You have a gigantic butt. Get pants that <laughs> don't there's only, get destroyed there's, by it. There's only one wrestler that's destroyed gear more, and that's rapid delivery, Rory Fox. <laughs> showing um, his dick to the world. <laughs> uh, the Gargano's got a new TV from Indy Hartwell. I've always liked her. Uh, you like my was, new TV, guys? This was really good. Like, it's a such a weird, different way to like introduce Indy to like because like they like showed like 
her saving Candace during the like battle royal and stuff and just yeah. being like there was like a secret yeah. DVD that came with the TV. I think it was, it was a, USB. a flash drive. Yeah, yeah. flash drive. Oh yeah. And it was like every every time she saved her in the battle royal and it was like circled around her the whole time. It was cool. I love like they walk up to the house from walking the dog like Sunday wasn't good for us, Candace. Eh. Like, oh, there's a TV. So made the art. Well, I know I've always liked her. And then Candace is like a little weary, like, why why are we taking this? She's like, I don't care, just bring it in. And they played the flash drive. Yeah, it was fun. I so, love Shitty Johnny. Are they gonna like adopt her? Like I hope so. Like, is she gonna become part of the Gargano family? Yeah, the Gargano way is gonna become NXT's Dark Order. No, but don't but just shitty. That. But just shitty, like just shitty people. That's like how what they turn them all into. No, that that'd be so good. Like, no, the Dark Order is a pile of trash. I watched, I, I watched it. Bad. Give them yeah, some they're, better. They're gonna bring the elite. Okay, <laughs> that's good. Um, <clears throat> their leader is a fucking joke. So, um, I'm mad. I'm mad. That's all. Um. Dexter Loomis fought, answered Austin Theory's open challenge and got his ass kicked. I mean, Austin Theory got his ass kicked again. Yeah, so Austin Theory beat Leon Ruff real quick, which was going to happen. He did, Leon Ruff did just get signed to him. Yeah, that um, He slipped on every move he was trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. They held it together okay, but, like, yeah, he was just kind of slipping and sliding. He was a little, still probably a little nervous. Apparently, he's a really good dude. Everybody wants to work with him. Austin Theory beats him, and then Austin Theory calls out anybody. Loomis comes in, beats him like a job guy. Mm. And then Cameron Grimes, my fucking favorite. Yeah, he's so fucking good. He rocks. Comes in, hits that cave-in right on him, um, and then just goes to the back. He's like, I don't care who's looking at me. You don't do that. Or it's to the moon. Yeah. His whole like reason why he was mad at him was because he didn't answer like last week he asked him where regal was and he didn't answer yeah he just like, looked at him like the thing that that guy always does like i Cameron grimes is so fucking good like mm-hmm. he is so everything fun. that i wish baron corbin was like yeah Yo, yeah all those, all those things that like i want from baron corbin, corbin to be like goofier and just shittier he does and is also a great wrestler yep so good um, uh, Balor. There was an, another great Balor and O'Reilly video talking about their their fight. Yeah, he's kind of going through everything, and then um, also just like kind of giving him an update, like injury here, blah blah blah. Yeah, and yeah, his jaw's broken in two places, but that doesn't seem like he's gonna relinquish the title. So we'll see. Yeah, I saw. I checked out a rumor this morning on the Cage Side Seeds Rumor Roundup. That WWE's been playing it up. It's worse than it actually is what they're saying. Yeah. I mean, the they did that with Kyle too. They said that Kyle had legit, like, journal bleeding. Journal bleeding? Definitely did not. Like, <laughs> it's believable though. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it absolutely is, especially the way he was, like, bleeding out of the mouth and stuff. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was wild. Um, Damien Priest talked about winning yeah. in That's tight. I'll be uh, back Dan- in one second. Okay. Keep going, though. I can't. We're at Danny Birch versus Rich Holland, and I don't know what happened. <laughs> um, I, mu- I don't know how I missed it, but, yeah. 
Lavender Ridge. Oh man, like there was a lot going on. Basically, Oni did like a dive, like after the match, like okay, twice. Okay. I, okay. And the second time, um, uh, Ridge went to like catch him, and his foot was not in the right place, and it was. You saw his leg break. Like oh. you, you could see that it wasn't just that his leg was breaking. It's like you could see that like it happened in a couple spots. Like oh. it's like the worst, like the Joe Namath football leg break. Have you ever seen that? Or I think so. The Sid, the Where Sid the Vicious one. Out. Yeah, the Sid Vicious one is really like the wrestling one that's really famous. It's, oh, okay, that makes like, sense. Like, so Sid jumped off the second rope and he's like seven feet tall and he should never do that. Yeah. And planted and his leg bent backwards at the shin. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like that gross for Ridge too. Mm-hmm. Apparently, like, yeah, his leg's broken in multiple places, and he has like I think like a muscle tear, like ligament, maybe a ligament tear too. Like all, like his leg exploded. Damn, and like Oni's not that big. No, it so was it was he was just in the wrong position. It, he was just not set correctly. It was a freak accident. One of those things were like. And- his, I think his foot was maybe too far forward, you know, to catch. And so, yeah. it, but still planted. And so it just, the only place for his leg to give any was right in the middle of the bone. Uh, and I know we talked about this last week. He's been on UK, right? He knows how, he has some wrestling He's fair, stuff, like, but right? he's still fairly green, you know? Yeah. Um, okay. He was a rugby player, I believe. But yeah, he's been on UK. Like, it's not like that he's just like so new but it's still definitely a fun it's a fundamentals thing that seems like it did it for him but it's one of those things that could happen to anyone too yeah i was getting excited too Um, yeah like he's he's cool but also like he also almost hurt johnny in that one match too oh yeah and then this happened so like maybe dude like does need some work on the fundamentals a little bit um yeah yeah, like you hope so. Like, I there's been people talking about how this kind of seems to happen with NXT wrestlers that are like new to wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know if there's like any like actual legitimacy to that, or if we're just seeing those wrestlers like earlier, you know, mm-hmm. than we should. But like, I it's definitely like this one's bad. This one's really bad. Like they yeah. they had him in an air cast before he was like even gone. Oh, Big Ridge. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. On his left leg, blew out his ankle. Right leg was his knee. Damn. He like he won't be able to walk. Yeah, and like, that means he also can't rehab. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Because you just have to, you have to look, wait for it to heal, and then start from. He's out out for a while. He's out like well over a year. Like, yeah, yeah. It's it's when they're when they're getting a push. I mean, it sucks if it happens to anyone, but when they're starting to get a push, they're in a storyline. That's a bummer. Yeah, just like how it it sucks. It's like so such a bummer for him. In a way, I'm almost like if it's going to happen to, to him, I'm almost glad it happened like literally right before they progressed the storyline anymore because if they had gone like one or two more weeks but you know just building stuff and then this happened it'd be like even more abrupt mm-hmm. yeah so it was a broken he dislocated and then broke his ankle and then on his left leg then dislocated and ruptured his patella tendon on his right leg 
I don't think so, that I don't think he's wrestling again. I think he's like I like he could come back like he could come back from that, but like he's so new to this, you know, like and also so he played rugby, so it's like that's a miles on him. He, yeah, he's not super young. Um like he he has especially like just his body's been, you know, beat up a bit. And also like his build, like being that big up top, he's gonna be prone to like leg injuries the rest of forever. Oh yeah. And like, so unless he kind of leans out a little bit, yeah. really like get some big fucking legs, get some big E hams. Yeah. Like I'm being a rugby player, I'm sure his legs are ridiculously ripped because like you're just mm-hmm. like doing a lot of like pushing around and like getting low and like, you know, like you know, running through other people in that. But at the same time, like it's not going to be enough. It's yeah. not used. It's not used to basing for like even just like a two hundred pound. Yeah, and Oni's not two hundred pounds. Yeah. Well, I, at I least was, I was I was giving him the benefit of. <laughs> yeah. At least Oni kicks somebody's ass for once. He does kick ass on two hundred five. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Uh, oh, and also happy two hundredth anniversary or two not two hundredth anniversary two hundredth episode two hundred five live tonight. Oh nice. yeah. Nice. Um, Timmy Thatcher had another good video. I love Timmy Thatcher. I love all his uh, Thatcher's Thatch can fit. Yeah. It's always fun. We had uh, Shotzi versus Zaya Lee. Shotzi came out in a Halloween decorated tank. Oh, I've done a ball pick. Um, I love that, like, so before they announced Halloween Havoc, um, and that, like, Shotzi was going to be hosting and stuff. She had posted some stuff on her Instagram talking about, like, how she wanted to be, like, a horror uh, host. Uh, like, Elvira. Scream Queens? Like, didn't they have a show like that? Yeah. yeah. Like, that was, like, her goal, like, where she picked up wrestling. Oh, yeah. So, like, that's just rad. That, like, Mix them to fucking together, and there we mm-hmm. go. That rocks. All right, let's talk about the main event. Ember Moon and Ray Ripley. Oh, wait, we didn't mention... Oh. Something weird, just real quick with Zia Lee. I, I like Zia Lee a lot, so I hope she. This is something cool for her. But Boa, we have not seen. Oh yeah, 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 episode, yeah, yeah. Since episode one on USA. Yeah, um, came out and like in a suit mm-hmm. and like. It seems like you know was like getting Zia Lee to come like join some kind of new thing. So we'll see what that is. I hope that like a secret letter. Yeah, I hope that is something cool. It does something for, like, Boa, too. It's like, oh, like, this guy's been there forever, and he's huge. Maybe he's gotten good, and it's like, now they can kind of work all this together. It's, like, I like it because it just, it gives, gives shit, like, for people to do, like, where you can at least kind of care about him a little bit. You know know what I really, really hope it is? That, like, ends up Boa, you know, Boa is literally the messenger back and it seems like this like big reveal of like who's the big boss you know and it's fucking malcolm Bivens. that's uh, yeah. so i was just gonna ask did one of his boys get hurt or something no one of his boys spoiled the main event of great american bash so they got up they're not on so they're they were also very green oh they sucked uh, yeah yeah they were 100 <laughs> percent in you know break break glass in case of covid it's yeah it's just, it is insane that Malcolm isn't being utilized. Like, think of, like, 
Bivens Enterprises versus Robert Stone brand. That could be fun, like low card stuff. What I want, you could get Bivens Enterprises on high card stuff. I know you could, but like put them somewhere. Bivens Enterprises should buy the Robert Stone brand and shutter it. (laughs) Like that would be that would even be good for Robert Stone and like that character. Like if suddenly he was like gets bought out. He gets bought out by by Aaliyah. That's you get the services of like the like probably the worst record in NXT. Oh, yeah. she's definitely got to have like the worst overall record in NXT history. Like she's been it there for so be. long. Fucking has. To. There's no way. It's not. Yeah, he's okay. like gotten better though. I will say that all it took was her realizing that she is a geek, and like she plays into it. So it's not mm-hmm. like unwatchable like it used to be. Yeah. Oh my God, Conor Reeves needs to join that brand. That would be so be, perfect. He's he's gonna be back. Apparently, he tore something or whatever. Hell yeah, the finest for a while. Finally, twenty twenty something good in twenty twenty. The finest is fucking back. Um. Okay. Ember Moon and Rhea Ripley versus Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. Can I say something? Ember no. Moon has ring rust. Oh, yeah. Big yeah. time. Yeah. She, she, she didn't know she was going to come back. Oh, okay, okay. There was an Achilles, uh, she tore her Achilles tendon. And so that, like, it's like usually a year off. Okay. And also, you just don't know if you're going to have the same fit. So, yeah. And yeah. Um, sometimes an Achilles can, quote unquote, heal, mm-hmm. um, but like, never go back to normal like and that's oh, yeah, like a, that's a normal expected like outcome of achilles injury is oh yeah it might just not go back like you it might heal but it'll heal like too tight for you to like explode off of it and stuff like that like yeah go what like especially like any again. any nba player that has had an achilles injury yeah well my mom had one too kobe bryant definitely lost a step when he tore his yeah yeah. Derek Rose was Derek Rose just knees or did he do an Achilles too? He might have done. I think he did an Achilles, and that was the one that was like he was never Derek Rose again. That was his MVP year in the playoffs in garbage time. And Tom Thibodeau didn't fucking take him out, and he like his career has never been the same. Uh, yeah, that was the only negative. She still, thing she still has like the best fucking finish, and she hit it perfect. Yeah. yeah. Um, finish looks so sick. The Eclipse, yeah, like, I, I fucking missed that move. That's, like, a wrestling bucket list. I was thinking about, like, watching this the other day, seeing, like, Ember hit one of those in person. Yeah. So that, also, like, it, it was sick. With her, like, fucking new logo that looks like a fucking toxic sign or whatever, she is now the most have you cool. have you seen fucking Mace? Mace rocks. Dio Matter and Corbin. Like, yeah, <laughs> they both look way more new metal. They're and just, also Jeff Jeff Hardy is still there. Jeff Hardy yeah. doesn't just Jeff look Hardy. new metal. He looks Jeff Hardy's like EDM. But that's what new me- like he looks For like sure. the new metal guys from when he was new metal back then look now. Like yeah, he looks like. You know, the member of corn that you're like, wait, which one is that? Oh, that's, <laughs> oh, PLD, that's right. Um, 
but yeah her logo it was just like so strange like what is this I, I liked a different presentation, not just doing the same thing and the Sheenom and this, this, and that. Well, like the, the, it seems like she's going to have a more an actual character instead of a thing. She literally said, like, made a joke about them letting her talk. Well, she's still not the best talker. No, she's not. It's, she, when I found out and, like, when I've, I've listened to her on, like, fucking D&D podcast. I listened to her on the official D&D podcast. Um and she is like a she's a D&D kid. Like yeah, yeah. Where like she's such like which is just one thing off from theater nerd. Like mm-hmm. but in the other way. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's further. Yeah. It's like anti-performative. You're only performative with your group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're, you're freaks. Yeah, no, geeks. But my freaks and my peaks. Oh, sorry, just got into Scott Snyder. <laughs> uh, but all in all, it was a good match. It was fun to watch. It happened. Yeah. Oh, let's talk but, about speaking of something that. Oh, you're not. You're not done. I'll say it, it keeps uh, the Rhea Raquel shit going. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is surprisingly really good. Yeah, I like Raquel. I mean, I know I she's like, like a little green still, but I think she's cool. When you. She doesn't need to be that good right now because they're just gonna go and have a hustle. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's early China, like one hundred percent, like, and you know, China's best matches like were against like people more similar to her size, and then like her matches against like smaller women were bad. So like, yeah, this is it's gonna be the same formula, like, and you know, people running NXT, I think, understand the psychology of a China match. Triple H and Shawn Michaels. <laughs> that came out like the way he said China match came out like you said something else. Like, <laughs> uh oh. Um, speaking of a show that happened, let's talk about AEW. Um, okay. I'm just gonna blast through this. Feel free to interrupt me. Okay, um, I'm gonna probably interrupt you a lot. Okay. Brian Cage versus Will Hobbs. Uh, good Haas fight. Will Hobbs is ever gonna win. They gotta quit. They gotta quit doing this thing, where you give like your new up and comer a, a loss to a name real quick to elevate them. Yeah. Because they like, how many young guys have lost to bigger names? Yeah. All of and them. literally all of them, because Cody. Every single person. Yeah. I thought this was a boring ass match, and Will Hobbs should not get on the top rope. He did not look comfortable up there. He looked terrified. Yeah, he definitely didn't look comfortable. And, like, I don't know. I was just bored by it. Maybe it's because I want to see Brian Cage throw people around. Uh, at the end, get his shit in. Yeah. At the, the end, of what? It's so boring. Um, at the end of it, uh, Taz invites Will Hobbs to join him. He says no. Um, they're about to beat him up. Darby comes out. Cage sees the skateboard and gets scared and runs away. Darby. That's the coolest um, thing that happened in that fuse, the Lintazo's Darby. Darby. Um, okay. Better watch out, Darby. We don't want a sloppy shop. We had a video of Chris Jericho's friends. Oh, this show was supposed to be a celebration of Chris Jericho. Uh, yeah, the show did Jericho. start with AEW stars um, talking, just talking about how much they love Jericho. But we yeah. also, throughout the show, peppered in, got um, videos of 
Chris Jericho's friends congratulating him. I'm just going to read Paul all Stanley. their I'm going to read all their names right now. <clears throat> These are Chris Jericho's friends and his only friend. Flash, Dennis Miller, Tanahashi, which was tight. I popped. Pedervine, Bully Ray, MJF. Pedervine's his dad. Oh, okay. And NHL player. Okay, okay. <clears throat> uh, Shaq, Gene Simmons, Don Callis, Lars Ulrich, PDP, Lance Storm, Kevin Smith, Eli Roth, Gabriel Iglesias, Cabo Guerrero Jr., Steel Panther, Ultimo Dragon, and Paul oh, Stanley. Yeah. Those are Jericho's friends. Uh, I really wish there had been a Kirk Hammond one just because he's so fun to listen to because he's so, like, <laughs> Quiet, nice. Oh, good job. Oh, good job, I thought Chris. you said. I thought you said Kirk Cameron. Oh, uh, that too. I mean, Jericho's favorite band is Striper. So that's fucking true. <laughs> um, um, I I know. Every, I'll just get it out of the way. Everybody is freaking out because Tanahashi's there. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. He just filmed the video. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. if. The big thing that's going to happen, and this is what Meltzer said, and I agree, is if they let Moxley defend his U.S. title in the U.S., then there may be some working together. Until then, because right now the uh, the IWGP U.S. title is it's kind of held up because Mox can't travel there because it would be fucking 20 days in total of him yeah. to, let's just say, have one match. And he's already had it. 14 there, 14 back. So. Yeah. Mm. There, I mean... I don't even remember when exactly this happened, but no, Harold Mage is out over in New Japan, he, right? He, um, he's going to be out at the end of the month. And I know like, people, there have been people who've talked about it. He's the one that's been the most closed-minded to like, working outside of New Japan. Like, yeah. he, wants to, he's, he was trying to follow the WWE model of bringing everyone to them. Not just that, also just like um, with them trying to do the U.S. expansion. What I think may hurt it is the guy that is going to be at least in title taking over is the guy who runs in JPWUSA. Mm, yeah. And, and so you got a guy that's still going to be just wanting to promote their brand. Which mm. Honestly, I agree with. I, under, I, I, I want, like, in a perfect world, I want both, like, AEW and New Japan to be, like, working independently of each other, but also, like, doing awesome and like mm. WWE to be just doing awesome and wrestling just to be doing great I, I if anything stuff. I'd want to be kind of like what like WWF and, and WCW had with New Japan back in the day where there would be like small talent exchanges and you yes. know now and New Japan is way more like important to an American audience so you can't just have like like oh send over some cruiserweights you know you'd have to have yeah. those big matches if you did that but don't like cross those like lines. Make them literally like once a year three matches. Like it, like like theoretically, like if WWE and New Japan for whatever reason, like all right, you can send young lines to us. We're gonna send like performance center guys to you, and we'll switch off. But every year at WrestleMania, we'll have two showcase matches against each other. Like mm-hmm. fucking your top star without a title and, your, and like your champion. I and, I just thought cool. about New Japan, like New Japan could never like really send their young lines to WWE just because like long-term investment in characters from WWE is like important. Except right. for 205 Live. Like imagine if they like could send juniors to just be on 205 Live and like 
for a, like a couple year, year or two, you know, like that would yeah, be perfect. Like two five live in NXT, like to go like work a similar like a, a style that can be fairly similar, but also like the U.S. styles. I know Gato loves like Memphis wrestling and shit like that. Like be able to learn American style and then go back over there, and you can have the character stuff down a bit more. But you can tell the guys that have been in WWE are certain things that they do really well, that especially like for television wrestling, that people who haven't been there like just breeze over. Mm-hmm. So even a guy like Trent. I think one of the reasons why everybody thinks like, oh, this guy's like so good is because he has those little things. Mm-hmm. He's in developmental for a, a thousand years. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. actually something I forgot about from TakeOver until just now. I love the news, the Capital Wrestling Center's presentation, but I noticed multiple times in matches where it's obvious that they're trying new camera stuff mm-hmm. and the wrestlers framed moves to where cameras used to be and like exposed like, you know, their own move basically, which like whatever it, it's like yeah, when they just... first when they first changed the hard cam, um, when they were still at the PC, mm-hmm. um, when the mm-hmm. pandemic started, and you could just see like they would go to the side and then like turn like oh, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that so much. Son of a fuck. Uh, my thing stopped recording. Okay. Okay. Um, you want to try try to start it back up or just go off the backups we have if you can start up the recording again and keep going we have i could stitch stuff together but okay um, like, are you guys just going to keep going yeah why not i'm okay. not even edit this out let's just do a uh three two one clap again we go to time that is so we yeah. should have like another timestamp. let's start here okay uh let me make sure it's good yeah, hold on 40? Here, refresh it just a second yeah let's 40? do let's do 40 we're 45 Whenever Zach's ready. Fifty. Fifty-five. Okay, I'm good whenever. Fifty-five. Five. Here we go. Feels so much better. Yeah. My my time was uh point zero six nine seconds off. Nice. Point zero, nice. Hey, we have technical difficulties. You'll probably hear it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about the hybrid two versus FTR. Um, um, this is really strange because I really like the hybrid two, and I think Jack Evans as a yes. worker is super. Uh, it's super underrated. Uh, Jack. Oh, okay. Uh, super underrated for how influential he is. It's okay. two reasons. It's number one, he was uh, he's been in Mexico forever, and number two, he's also just been known as Teddy Hart's friend. Oh, okay. He's a Brit. He's British, right? No, he's, he's not, from okay. uh, Seattle. Okay. Angelico Angelico is the one that is from South Africa. That's right. Um, okay. Um, yeah, Jack Evans. Like, I think he's like similar to like Amazing Red, not that level, but like where you could be a wrestling fan for a long time and have never heard of him. But then you mm-hmm. hear one of your favorite wrestlers like just like gush over how like influential he is. Yes. Yeah. Also, uh, Brian Alvarez from Wrestling Observer helped train him. Oh. Um sucks. Yeah. I said <laughs> He's a I thought this match it was fine. It was fun. It was whatever. I think it was too long. FTR matches to me are really wearing thin. Hey, it stopped again. My garage. Okay, let's we'll just keep going. We have back. Yeah, we'll just we'll yeah. just do the zoom. On and Zoom. And I'm also recording the Zoom call through the mixer. Oh. So. Ooh. Wow. Mm. 
Okay. Um, uh, they shot to the buck, super kicking the camera guy. FTR was shown as the Tron as shown on the Tron as hot dogs. Best friends came out wearing shirts, FTR on them as hot dogs. Um, Trent was like, hey, do you get the joke? Because you're weenies. It makes sense for their characters. It sucks that they're going to be losing. Yeah. Well, and it's just like, like, I love them. They're great. They do the best. But this was a little too silly for me. Like, this was a little just, written by Matt and Nick Jackson. It just, it just didn't work. It they called them weenies? Yeah. It just didn't work. It just didn't. Uh, let's talk about Cody versus Brody Lee. Okay. Um, I didn't take very in-depth notes. These are my notes. Dog collar match. Cody bleeds. Cody uses the chain to hit Brody in the nuts. Cody puts Brody through a table during commercial. Why the fuck would they do that? That was um, a big, big note to me. But Cody started bleeding during commercial. Cody wins. Those were my notes on this match. It was boring. Go. I liked it in a bubble. Also, it hurt itself because it wasn't in front of 10,000 people. Yeah, like maybe, yeah, maybe if I was in the arena and it was the Cody Dustin match, <laughs> it would have been cool. I was if this just... would have been in front of an like, arena full of people and they're just fucking clamoring for Cody to get the win, it yeah. makes sense. Also, if this was done in February. This was done months. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cody have gotten the title back already. No, they, God, no. And the like, Dark Order is nothing now. Mm-hmm. Like, their leader just got beat up after, how long has he had the title? Like, three months, maybe? Not even Whatever Cody left to go to do that show with Snoop Dogg. Yeah, and I don't even think it's been back. three months. Like, time means nothing in the world we live in, but... <laughs> Fucking true. It is. It it upsets me because the Dark Order could be so cool. Yeah, I I've had this like thing since like the like you know pandemic and like no crowds or like smaller crowds and stuff like that. Like that I haven't quite been able to put my finger on where some matches are like just not quite right and like obviously the crowd is a big part of it, but Brett like. Wrestling companies, I think, keep trying to do these, like, spectacle matches. Like, WWE's done so many ladder matches since COVID, mm-hmm. like, like more than, than typical. And I don't, even if I love a ladder mat, like, one of these ladder matches, which I have for a few of them, it still isn't quite right for me without the crowd. And, like, I think just good wrestling is, like, a better thing to do than, like, doing these spectacles to try to draw people in on TV because, like, you need a crowd for like these gimmick matches. You Otherwise, the, the gim- you, you can see the gimmick. It's like Cody. Sorry, what you say? Like you need the crowd to pull for Cody. You need mm-hmm. that in there. It's like being in like a haunted house with all the lights turned on. Like you see the gimmick as a gimmick, versus yeah. like having that roller coaster of like crowd reaction and stuff like that. And like hell is like you know the fucking fog machine covering up. Like everything, like, yeah. Otherwise, you're just old babyface evil with his plastic sickle. Yeah, I like I like that analogy a lot, actually. I um, this should have been. I talked about this with some friends on the chat, and it should have been like Cody comes back, 
Brody's like, no, you go to the back of the line. Like, you don't get a shot against me. I don't care that you beat all of us up. You're just trying to fucking trick me. I'm not fucking stupid. It's like, you go to the back of the line. So then Cody goes through a big tear of beating people. And then he has to then beat all of Dark Order in order to finally get to Brody. Yeah. Then, like, pummels and pummels him, like, with a chain or whatever. But then setups like, Cody's like, you want to hit me with the chain? I'm going to go ahead and hit you with the chain dog collar match. You're going down, motherfucker. They have and they have this match in front of ten thousand people. People are screaming, and it would be so much more impactful than just like yeah, comes back in two weeks. Yeah, I but then like then that. the part that pisses me off even more. Cody versus Orange Cassidy. The just Orange Cassidy first off lost. Lost against Brody Lee. They say wins and losses and like records matter. Well, he fucking lost against the TNT champ, so mm-hmm. he should go to the back of the line. Yeah, and also I, I, he shouldn't be wrestling that much. Why yeah. is he wrestling so much? Because he got over, and yep. I mean, he I got over because he he got over because he did his kicks, his little shin kicks. He would do a fucking hands, uh, fucking hands in pockets, uh, hip up and tope, and that's cool. But then, like, you have the matches, like, once in a while, and he fucking shows up. That's up. That's all you need to do. Yep. You don't need to do anything else. Yeah. You don't need to do it all the time. I, I no. agree, because they're going to kill his character. He's going to, like, have to change it, and he's going to have to – he's going to get burnt out or something. It's going to get stale. Like It also hurts when it's not in front of a crowd. And Orange Cassidy wouldn't – like, I've always said this. Orange Cassidy wouldn't work in WWE. Because they would overuse it, and that's why they're doing it. What I loved about Orange Cassidy when he was in the Indies was, like, he didn't, I mean, he did wrestle all the time, but it's, like, usually they were just straight comedy matches, and then sometimes they were insanely good matches. And also, it would be, like, um, in different companies. And so it's, like, it would be, like, for Beyond, and then, like, Go to Evolve or Chikara or whoever. So it wasn't like this every week you're getting Orange Cassidy in the same company against the same guys in the same stories. Yep, yep. Orange Cassidy over here. And you don't see him because you don't pay attention to like the Southeast Indies. You don't pay attention to these. Oh, but he popped up over here in Black Label. Oh, and now he's over here in Beyond. Like, yeah. So much better for that character. Yep. Yep. Um, right. I'm done being mad at that. Okay. Uh, Big Swolvers, Serena Deeb. Uh, Deeb didn't even get an entrance. Full one. This was a wrestling match. That's what I wrote. It was a little shaky at times. I think Swole's still pretty green. And so um, Deeb is a good person to have in there with her, but they just didn't, they just weren't connecting. They just weren't jiving. Yeah. Yeah. It's like obvious that, like, it, like, it, I, I don't, like, lost what I was trying to say, but yeah, it's just like, not no chemistry it wasn't like either was messing up a ton like swole's mm-hmm. you know obviously the greener of the two but it's just like there's just no no connection yeah um then we have the chaos project versus jericho and hager i have one thing i'll say the opening of this when jericho came out and everyone you saw was just yelling judas Tara. Yeah. Like the honestly, like the overarching like Jericho legit like 
Like they're kind of like, okay, we're going to take this outside the story, which usually I don't like when they do, but they do it a lot. That's like, hey, Jericho's been in this for 30 years. I'm like, you know what? Cool. He was a total baby face in this match. Everybody just giving props to Jericho. It's like, you know what? Fucking Chris has done hunting and wrestling. He's been there for 30 years. Cool. And he gets to be oh. in there with his with his buddy. Who, oh, man. Luther cannot fucking work. No. Like, I didn't write notes about the match. I just said it sucked. Yeah, he's not, like, he's, he's not, the, not the one to be in there with right now with Jericho. I think, I think it would have been cool if Jericho pulled out some of his older moves, you know? Like, like the, the lion salt and the, like, the walls of Jericho and, you know, the stuff people know him for. This show did not feel like a celebration. Like, um, at the end, they, uh, yeah, MJ came out. I wrote all that down. Okay. Um, he, he comes out, he has a gift for him. Um, the gift is a clown that's holding a gift. And that gift is a framed picture of MJF. Jericho smashes it over the clown. I hate clowns. Don't interrupt me ever again. They stare each other down and they laugh at each other. Um, the clown, no selling that, but then like taking a very stiff looking Judas effect very well was... I enjoyed. That's like the only thing I enjoyed was the the clown selling for the Judas effect. Um, my favorite part was when they rolled the credits and everything just said Chris Jericho. That rock. I I also like the Saturday Night Live, like everybody kind of mingling, shaking it, like fake talking. I yeah. enjoyed that. I thought that was uh, quote unquote cute. Yeah. Chris Jericho. <laughs> I am your host. MJF. Musical guest. Posey. <laughs> it was it was just a shitty celebration of Chris Jericho. Um, like one of the things that I thought was funny is that people were like, "Oh, it's a callback to when The Rock did this to the Nation of Domination." Like they're calling back to a company that they like that they're not. They're calling back to their competition that they make fun of all the time, and but they're calling back to the cool stuff. They did. <laughs> it's like it's not yours to call back. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was wrestling this week, guys. Um, next week we might not talk about it this long. We might talk about Halloween Havoc from 1995, so maybe you should watch it. Also, um, in wrestling, today is a really big day. Oh, yeah. Girl would have turned 53 years old today. That's so fucking young. He passed away in 2005. He's gone for a long time. Yeah. Like, it's still, like, it's wild, like, that he would have only been 53. Like, he could have still been in the ring. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Jericho, like fucking Chris Daniels, Luther. The yeah. Undertaker. Taker. It's like, he, like, just imagine all these dream matches, but also just like for his family. But yeah, mm-hmm. just really big, like, just kind of reflecting back today, like on just how fucking good he was. And he's yeah. the, the, the total package. Lex Luger's not. Um, he could talk, he could fucking do comedy. Fucking serious stuff, work. Uh, mm-hmm. He had charisma, fucking off the charts. He was just everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Did see. Uh. Shaw Guerrero was announced for her first indie match ever. Uh, yeah. For GCW. So on on her dad's birthday. Thanks. So yeah, that'll be cool, and I'm excited to see what she does. Um. Especially because like she never like really got a big shot in 
in WWE, really because like first off, it didn't like it seemed like she was still kind of iffy on it. And then second, like when she came in the second time, it was between like FCW NXT, so a lot of flux there. So it yeah. kind of fell by the wayside. Did 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 meet her husband, so did meet her husband. Yeah. Yeah, what's his name now? It's eight in English, but what's his real name? Matt something with an R and like W's and D's and Matt Rardona. Matt Rardona. Mark Matt Carbonara. Is he doing anything? Is he just chilling? Yeah, he's just hanging out. He's did he get released? He just had a small deal with AEW. No, yeah, Aiden English. Yeah. Um, he oh, has not signed yeah. anywhere. He's just doing indies back in Chicago. Oh, okay. okay, cool. Drinking uh, bourbon. Right. Speaking of indies, Effie's Big Gray Brunch is this weekend. Yeah. That could be um, cool. Yeah, the Collective can eat a butt. Who's that? The Collective's the big group that's doing it. So oh, in the, okay. In the middle of the pandemic, the Collective's like a bunch of people like BCW, AIW, BLP. Um, I think GCW is kind of the one spearheading it, but they're in an area that's um, like the highest like uh, COVID uh, positive tests in, like that state. They okay. have a, it's a fly-in show, so like they had people staying at hotels and doing this, this, and that, and, like uh-huh. saying, "Hey, we got or, like we have these packages that you can get," and blah blah blah. And then like today they they started some shows and like. The first show they had, Jimmy Lloyd's the Generation F. Uh, like people already like without their masks. It's an indoor show. Um, it's just uh, okay. I redact it. Don't support that shit. If you're gonna watch it, which is fine, it's like I want to support the wrestlers. Uh, there's ways you can do that. Yeah. 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 Like buy Effie's expensive ass merch. Yeah. That's that fucking rocks. And, and even more than Effie, um, like if you watch that show, like. Go like buy stuff from the like lower the level performers on that show, you know, like yeah, that don't get you know Effie's proud. I'm not saying anything bad about no, no, no Effie, but just like Effie gets enough attention, you know, like well, didn't didn't Effie say that in one of one of his promos where he was like, mm-hmm. I'm yeah, the he, only gay guy that gets booked, yeah, yeah. Also, like if if you want to support them, if you want to watch, if you want to pay for it, that's fine. Like. In this kind of society, um, fucking, like, we're already all fucking just folk on the wheel of this capitalist shit. And so when people get, like, kind of on their high horse about it, it, it is it is kind of hypocritical. At that same thing, though, like, just kind of be aware of, like, where, where certain things are going or if you're the one yelling the loudest. The only reason that, like, to me, it's just super irresponsible mm-hmm. with what they're doing. And it just sucks because what they're doing is they, they can jeopardize indie wrestling. Because if yeah. somebody gets an outbreak right now, oh, the, this is like all the big names in indie wrestling mm-hmm. are at them. Yeah. It's like you're going to affect so many people. And also just like the community, the state of Indiana is just getting fucking ravaged over there. And they're opening up completely. Yes. And so especially since like Jenna has family over there, it's like it gets a little scary. Yeah. So... Yeah, if people want to order it or do that, I say go for it, order it, have fun, support the wrestlers, uh, but also just hold them accountable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Call it out. That's, let's not pretend like we're any fucking better than anybody else because 
like after like what Sammy said on that podcast, it's like, yeah, people get on WWE and stuff for going to Saudi Arabia. It was like, I wrestled less. Like, you know what? Yep. It really puts mm-hmm. it puts shit into perspective a lot more. It's like, yep. we can all maybe get off this high horse and instead of being like, oh, you're a piece of shit if you do this. It's like, hey, you know what? Just be mindful and grow and understand like what you're like really doing where your money's going. Don't yeah. be a fucking pompous asshole. But also, yeah. fuck them. Yeah. Let's answer some questions. Uh, yeah. We got some from, uh, from Drew, uh, from our enemy show. Um, most are, they still, are they still going? Um, uh, I'm not gonna air it out. Uh, they, some t- they they talk about it. That's what, that, they talk about it. They they talk about what? They talk about recording and then never do. Uh, that's, what Bryson, oh. that's, what, that's what Bryson told me when I met Bryson. I think they've um, mistaken themselves at, for a band. <laughs> <laughs> talking about practicing. Okay. Talking about practice. Practice? Talk to me about practice. Um, if AEW debuts their six-man title, God, that mm-hmm. sounds, did they use the Freebird rule? Factions are more prominent in AEW, and I think it could be fun to have a faction change who's holding the title the matchup. Um, that'd be a cool, coolish idea if- for no other reason than I can never keep track of who, like, from what faction in New Japan are part of six-man tag teams you know like yeah because so i wouldn't even notice unless they told yeah. unless jr told me about it on commentary but i would still not notice because i don't watch AEW. i would yeah. i would say no because it kind of defeats the the purpose of six-man titles like it's not like the faction title it's a six it's a you know trios title and so like with the tag titles like it was introduced as a free bird rule because it's like they're heels and like to get an advantage, they they had that so they could always have a fresh guy in or whatever. And also, I mean, do you really want Michael P.S. Hayes wrestling that much? Um, and so yeah. I think it just it defeats it defeats the purpose of of that. And the only only way I like pre brood rules is if it's a th- like a three person. Yeah. So then it, you can cycle one through like New Day. Um, but when you start going to like Let's just say 10, 5, and fucking Uno win the, the fake trio styles in AEW. Well, then the next one shouldn't be Reynolds, Lee, and fucking um, Silver defending it. Because it's like no part of who won it is in the match now. Yeah. Um, be like Zayo. I, <laughs> the Zayo tag team division. I hate six-man tag matches, so I don't give a fuck about this title. Um, they could be fun. Like I used to really like the King of Trios event that Chikara did, mm-hmm. but yeah, mm-hmm. you can find that like, stuff. Lucha, Lucha Underground, like Lucha Trios are great. Okay, I think, okay. and, and Chikara did Lucha based on. Mm-hmm. Find him for free, guys. Don't support Mike Quackenbush. He's still putting out content. He mm-hmm. is a fucking, he's a just a fuck. Yeah. He became one of those after like getting called out. He became one of those like cancel culture. Uh, no, that's 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 Joseph. He became yeah. like is cancel culture going too far? Yeah, he yeah he he and Joey did the two equally shitty like equally shitty white dude like you know, fork in the road paths that they could have taken. 
uh, Joey is also stealing content from other wrestling companies and claiming it as his own. Mm-hmm. So. so he's like the big thing is just he's monetizing it. It's yeah. one thing to post. It's the whole other thing to monetize. Footage she does not own. But I think that would also probably start a legal battle because it'd be like it's my likeness. I own my likeness. Blah blah blah. And yeah, yeah. A lot of legal battles in wrestling right now. Yep. Um. Also, do any of us know Bitch Biff Hutchinson? Um. No. He provided a link uh, to expogo.com. Uh. Biff Hutchinson is a 26-year-old from Burley. Who does? I do. Pogo yes. Stick competition. I don't. I don't know. I don't know Biff. Anya. Know, Anya grew up with Biff. Oh. Whoa. Um, All right. Speaking of bad leg breaks, that's like the only thing I know about him is he had a similar um, break. He was a he, actual professional sponsored Pogo. Yeah. Dunter. How is that looks, a? How is that a thing? That's well, so wild. these pictures. There's a thing called Pogo Palooza. These pictures look tight as hell. They oh, all look cool. at like theme parks. Um, here's one where he's pogoing around the Eiffel Tower. Um, you know what? Looks tight. He also uh, has a lot of championships. Uh, he has the Guinness Book of World Record for highest jump on a pogo stick. You know what? Cool. Small towns, small towns make you do weird shit. Where, where, where did he send us this? On uh, the, the Twitter machine. Boys. Yeah, Russell Boy's Twitter. The replies. That's very strange. But um, if you listen, sup, Biff. We're actually <laughs> met you. But... Sup, Biff. Sup, Biff. Um, now questions from our friend Emma. It's spooky edition. <clears throat> what's, the best, what's the best horror movie that isn't actually scary? Um, I mean, Scream's cool. Yeah, Scream Rips. Um, I don't think the thing is scary. Um, I just love everything about that movie. Um, I, li- I, I like the original Saws, but would you consider them horror movies? So There's, there's an argument I'm, for that. I'm not a big movie buff, so like, that's a legit question. Like, I like the first couple, but then like they just started getting real, just like down some just dumb roads. Yeah, I mean, I'd say that's like asking like... If, very subgenre metal bands are are a metal band. Okay. You know, yeah. like I mean, it's, like it's, under under the umbrella. Yeah, it's an offshoot of horror for sure. I, okay. I'd say the first one is a is at least you know, like say, not too like overindulgent for the sake of it. You know, like after so. like after like three or whatever, that just just became like so overindulgent. Like the cerebral aspect of it was gone. Yeah. Sorry, what um, was the question? I was just trying to send this oh, to Anya. Um, good, good horror what, movies? What's the best horror movie that isn't actually scary? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm a baby. I get scared. Okay. I get at least anxious, and then my anxiety make, like, lets me myself scare myself. Uh, so. Have you ever watched Uncut Gems? I, no, I, that is that is a horror it. movie to me. Don't do it. From what I've heard. Don't do it. So. Um, yeah, my answer is the thing. Um, I don't think I don't find it scary personally, but um, yeah, I, I think it's a perfect. Thing. I, body horror stuff like makes me like uneasy, 
the like that adventures towards scary, but it's not really like scary, scary. Yeah. Um, what wrestler would you speak to with a Ouija board? That's true. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's hard to beat that one. I yeah. I uh, can't think. Maybe El Santo. But I also don't speak Spanish, so I don't know I what mean, I would say to El Santo. It's a little tough. Um, like maybe, the the lore of El Santo. Maybe like like um, talk like a macho man just to like see what like ghost machos up see, to. See how fast that fucking dial spins around that Ouija board. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'll I'll make sure we're all together and or doing it over Zoom. And I will. I'll. I'll take Macho. I'll take Macho. You can have Eddie. Um, I don't um, know, like something like like fucking gorgeous George or something. Just because like don't haven't heard shoot stuff from like yeah. way back then. Yeah, that'd be fat. That's fascinating to me. Like like original like fucking like haystacks Calhoun. Yeah, a, yeah. It'd just be cool to like for somebody like that like. Somebody that's like from like the super like distant past, and it's like, yeah, what the fuck was up with wrestling then? Just like tell me some shit. Yeah, Luthez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who was was it? Who was like the first like longest running champion? Was it San Martino? Well, Bruno? in WWF, yeah. Okay. Who's was he like the first? He wasn't like the first big name. No, like Luthez okay. before him. Like George go back Hacker to fucking. Shit. Yeah, Hackenschmidt, like fucking Farmer Brown. Yeah, Burns, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like... Sorry, the NBA Finals is on 20 seconds left. And oh, Brady, that's Brady hit me up. was like, it's like a one-point game. Like, oh, those are shit. one away from winning. So, Ooh. I just keep looking at my TV. So No worries. We're almost. This game, what game five? What game, is, what game are they at? Uh, yeah, game five. Um, what's the best trick-or-treat experience you've ever had? Um, when I was a kid, we'd go over to like family friend's house that lived in super bougie neighborhood. Um, and in that neighborhood was the Albertsons. Like oh. the Albertsons family. Um, oh, tight. They just put like an eight piece bucket in your um, they, bucket. King size, King size candy bars. Oh, yeah. I, I like the whole like, they do like the eight piece chicken. They got like a potato salad and a pack of Hawaiian rolls. Oh, yeah, yeah. One of those lunch combos. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, there's a couple years that, like, I just, you just got some good candy. Um, and, like, one of them was really cool because it was, like, when myself and my sister and my friend, we, we took his little brother out for the first time, and we just made him, like, a, like, a shitty little devil costume. He was, like, three or four years old. But he was just super stoked, like, ran into somebody's house because he just was, like, so happy. Hell yeah. Like, just getting, oh, yeah. getting all these candies. And so, like, that was super memorable. What was the back half of this question? Oh, that's it. It's the best trick-or-treat experience you've ever had. Oh, I thought, um, I thought there was a costume one. No, that's next. Oh, okay. My... Um, I didn't answer this question. Right? Um, I would say one time it was really cold, and I was taking my nieces and nephews, and someone was just giving out hot cocoa, and it was just nice. Mm, nice. All right, that is nice. You ever trunk-or-treat, Derek, since you were another church kid? No, I, um, we didn't, we had a big, like, Halloween party at my church a lot, um, and I was usually coordinating games or, uh, being a goofball, because I was, uh, part of the, uh, children's ministry, 
Um, we 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 had that too. My mom worked for the church, and mm-hmm. I was like, like, like you're too old to trick or treat, but like you're not like going to like parties. So we I just go and fucking hang out there and eat a bunch of candy. Yeah, I also was a performer in a thing called Hell House. We did every house. Oh fuck, you were. Yeah. We can get into that. Yes. We can get into that at a later date. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, I got lots of stories. <laughs> um, favorite costume? Um, as a kid, I was Power Ranger twice. Red and then white. Um, so probably that. As an adult, it's when I was Idaho. <laughs> and I was just like the Ralph Wiggum, I'm Idaho. I just had a piece of paper. I wrote Idaho on it and I taped it to myself. And I have never been bought so many drinks in my life because everybody saw it. It's like, you're Idaho! And just start laughing because it's like people around our age who grew up with the Simpsons. Well, not you two, because if you grew up yeah, with Yeah, I grew up with the Lord. <laughs> but um, yeah, <laughs> it was great. That was my favorite costume. I thought I did a great job. Oh, and last year when Jenna and I were both luchadors, like that was six, I bought yeah. like kick pads and everything. And Jenna was La Parka and fucking even had like bought a chair. Um, I was also Power Ranger two different years. I was blue and then white. Um, those were really good. Um, had to be I was just, just as far as like how well I pulled it off. I was Richie Tenenbaum from the Royal Tenenbaums once, and like okay. his like. The, like, I thought you were going to say Richie Rich for some reason. I was Richie Rich once and everyone gave me money. I loved it. Um, uh, no, I was Richie Tenenbaum from the Royal Tenenbaums and had like his very bad like tan blazer and just white t-shirt underneath and my hair was like long at the, that point. So I like that one. Nice. Um, when I was a kid, I was never a Power Ranger, but I did have a dragon costume. So I said I was a um, but I would say one year I dressed up as Alfalfa uh, from the Little Rascals because Hold I, I got to get over there and, and, and warrior you now. <laughs> Bug Hall. Yep. Um, I do really like Bug Hall as a kid. Um, I did watch a lot of his movies as a child. Honey, we, Honey, we Shrunk Ourselves. Um, yeah. The Big Green, Little Rascals. Those are some of my staples. Oh, they were they were uh, great. Big Green, I really like. Yeah. Oh my God! Sorry, this is just. It's okay. Oh my God! It's not the rebound. I'm just gonna keep and talking. You just threw it away. Um, as a uh, an adult, the one I put the most work into was the second time around when I was Aquaman. Um, my friend and I made a paper mache hook for a hand. Um, I was Danzig once, and I had a what's thing your, of kitty litter. What's your worst costume? Mine. Yeah, around question oh. of the room. Hang on, I want to say my my actual favorite though was the year I was a luchador because I like walked into the party wearing a like a big coat because it was cold outside, and then one of my friends was like, "What's underneath?" and I was like, "All right, all I was wearing were shorts that were way too small for me and a cape." That's oh, yeah, it. and that was a oh, fun yeah. party. Um, uh, I was a legit sheet ghost like. A few times, and I still have that cheat ghost costume somewhere. Um, That's thick. I love it. It's a miserable fucking experience to, like, deal with that, except um, 
uh, one year I actually did it as a show at the crux. That was like one of those cover band, like cover sets, yeah. you know, and no one knew who I was unless I wanted them to know who I was. And that was fantastic. That rocks. Also, that's where Anya and I tell people we met if we're embarrassed, like if it's parents that we met on Tinder. So Hell yeah. because Hell we both yeah. at that show, like <laughs> right before we met on Tinder. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, you go. My worst one was like one year I was like, I was a little kid and I was such a good Dracula. I like had like the, the white face paint, like a vampire, hair slicked back, like fangs, all blood. And then like a couple years later, I just did it again, but like didn't do any of it, just had the cape and like, yeah, vampire. That was my real, worst one. Real quick, once I was the headless horseman as a kid, and that was like my idea. I went to my mom with it, and it, you could tell what I was in, like inside the house, but out in the street, it was, I was just a blob holding a pumpkin. Like it did not come through at all, like in the dark. <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. Um, I would say my worst one was the year after I was Danzig. Um, I couldn't think of a costume, so I wore the shirt I wore as Danzig put on a bathrobe and some slippers and then um didn't know what to call myself i just said i was drunk uncle and then <clears throat> i got to the party and my friends had like fake spider web everywhere and i wrapped myself in it and then just said i was caught in the web that was my costume oh okay. that's just so it's like i go every other year like i'll work really hard and then and the then next year just I'm just do that's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is our show. Yeah. Um, watch Halloween Havoc from 1995. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's so it's so bad, and I'm so sorry. But like, how, just how long is it? It's a pay per view. It's a few hours. That's two to three hours. Um, it is. I would say just make sure, like, get yourself in the that mood for something shitty and like. It's kind of kind of fun, shitty. If you like, just accept what you're watching. Like, yeah. If you yeah. if you you know, vibe any kind of like substances, and that's something that helps you get through stuff like this. <laughs> um, <laughs> Do it. it. It will help, especially minute like five of the monster truck match. Um, it, <laughs> the fact that you consider the monster truck match is so um, good. It being, you know, a little elevated might help. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna let you know, there are 13 matches on this. Jesus. The first match is Eddie Guerrero versus Disco Inferno. It goes for three minutes. Mm-hmm. And it's a, probably the best match on the card. And there it's is, not a good match for either of them in reality. There is a lot of utter shit. Okay. Oh my. Well, I'm looking at it now. There's a lot of just crap on there. Well, this was your request. You wanted to watch 95. You wanted to watch Halloween Havoc, so we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. This, do is, it. This, it, this is the one. Like, again, just get, put yourself in the right mood and just enjoy it, because otherwise yeah. you're going to have a bad time. Yeah. You're going to have a bad time. Um, yeah. Well, that's it. Um, thank you all for listening. Um, we do really appreciate it. Yeah. And... Russell Boys 316. Dang. Shout out Suburban Fight. Shout out Suburban Fight Pro Russell. That's all. Swing and miss. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs>